0: live from between France and Poland it's the vocal minority podcast so Belgium Switzerland uh, Germany Czech Republic Austria, Austria? Mm. geography take your choice okay raise your, voice.
1: Raise your, voice. Raise your, raise your voice
0: bonjour and dobry den humans and thanks for joining us for another jam packed episode of the show that franco polish football monthly calls Adequately recorded. Nice. Much like TFC camp, some of the squad couldn't show up today, but while we await that fourth DP ruling, the three of us will canoe our way around Lake Vanisaka. Formerly of Camp Krusty, but now from Camp Sunshine and Lollipops, it's Duncan D. Fletcher. Hello! From Camp Oscar Wee Wee, it's Marky Mark and the Hinkley Bunch. Eat'em raw! And from Camp Freddy, if you don't know my reference, watch a movie before the year 2000, you heathens. <laughs> I'm your host this week, Tony Walsh. Kristen Knowles is in the camp's medical tent. To the ghost stories. Like a hijinks-filled 80s film, that motley crew of foot and ballers TFC are back to camp and trying to beat those rich kids from across the lake in the big boat race called the playoffs. As usual, all things are being scripted as fun and frolic, but we dig a little deeper to see if they are once again up the creek. We start off with breaking news. <laughs> Could you not do this at 4.30 in the afternoon, TFC? Sons of bitches. TFC legend Dominic Duro has been traded in a, in a hashtag inhumane pizza deal. What? To rivals. Oh. Montreal Impact. We just oh. got Papa John's here. And I don't think there is a Père Jean's pizza in Quebec anywhere. Yet. Mm. Yet. Sort so, of the deal. <laughs> so, unscripted and very improvised, are we surprised at this deal?
2: Surprised in what way? Like, are we I, surprised? In any way. Am I surprised that he's not playing for Toronto? Not really. Am I surprised Montreal's going to take him? A little. Mm-hmm. thought they would have learned a few lessons by now, but okay, what's
1: one word of the pile? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it, it doesn't particularly surprise me. I'm not particularly saddened either. I, he does... Okay, things, and it wouldn't surprise me if he has a good year because he seems to go really good, uh, really good, uh, really good. Uh, we know he'll uh, have. We, we got yeah. yeah. So we, you know he'll have a great got, first three months. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Yes, yeah, he'll do uh, probably do quite well for Montreal. But um, yeah, you know, get rid of get the uh, the carpet off the books and some allocation money in. Yeah, uh, undisclosed. Sure, fair enough. That's the best kind. Yes, <laughs> um, my favourite. I'm not saddened by it.
0: You have to imagine that more moves are on the way. Now, they are awfully thin on the wing now. Indeed. They true. were thin to begin with. Now, mm. take away really their only... I mean, he was a one-trick pony. Ran in straight lines and very fast. But, you know, once he got the ball, that was about it.
1: I think Robbie Findlay could take over that trick, probably. You think so? Mm.
0: But then what goes up up, up top? Ultidore. By himself?
1: Probably. Okay. there's all sorts of talk of 4-3-3, three, three, so... Well, I guess off Findlay, and Luke Moore
0: as another winger. Or
1: we a... don't <laughs> oh, have much now. This Jackson, is, love is, it. Wow! Wow! <laughs> <Yeah. Whee! laughs>
0: so yes, other deals probably in the pipe. You would, you would hope for sure. And
1: Jovinko is going to be one of the wide. Yeah. Mm, well,
0: I, whatever he gets here. They've been playing him up as a number ten. He's going to be, although that's not really his natural position. He's never really succeeded heavily at a number ten. Well, Italy, yes, that's, I mean he has played on the wing. He's, he's yeah. Some people say he's actually at his best when he's been dropped in from the left side. So I,
1: that's kind of what I would like to see. Have Altdor in the middle. He kind of likes to go all over the place and out onto the left, to the right, whichever way. Have Juvinko coming in and just confuse the crap out of defense and mm. could work. I don't know how good Juvinko would be at tracking back and all that sort of thing. But it's not like Aduro was any good at that. Either, no, so, no, that's a yeah. thing.
0: It, like Aduro. I think we saw the best of Aduro. That we weren't going to get anything new out of Dominic Aduro. No, we saw what his former hmm. seven, six, seven MLS clubs have seen. Yeah, he's he's, as, on, he's on the way to the full pack As I read on Twitter this afternoon, and I'm sorry, <laughs>
1: Nathan just went to Houston. You know, if he just yeah. wants to collect the
0: scarves, you can order that mm-hmm. shit online. <laughs> it's uncredited unfortunately because I lost the uh, quote but someone on Twitter this afternoon said his uh, doesn't so much have an MLS career as he has a North American farewell tour <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. yes it's a bit like a, a Rolling
0: Stones uh, mm-hmm. you know that's quite a concert t-shirt too all the dates <laughs> on the back uh, yeah. why
2: didn't why didn't this happen earlier totally t- yeah you
0: yeah. could with the white sleeves and the black front oh, I totally
2: would have done that at lunch
0: yeah. Yeah. we'll look into it Nada do que foi,
1: será De novo, do jeito que já fugirá Tudo passa, tudo sempre
2: passará
1: A vida vem em onda
0: Moving on from the surprise news of the day in Dominic Duro, we uh, start with the news that we already were aware of this morning. Um, we start camp with a roll call, and the who's here and who's not is not exactly surprising, but still slightly disappointing, while internationals Michael Bradley and Josie Altador are in Chile with the U.S. squad, and Jackson, Jackson Claxton, is in Brazil awaiting I have no the... I idea what that sounds like anymore. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Oh. Yeah. You just have to say that. He's in Brazil awaiting the birth of his child... Jackson. Baby Jackson Claxon. <laughs> Jackson Jr. Who will no doubt uh, two-footed tackle his way out of his mother's lady <laughs> business any day now.
1: Shall we J- J- Jack Granson? If I'm going to like... Sort of Baby Jackson Claxon,
0: just Jack Granson Claxon. No. Okay. Woo! Yep. Yeah. Booga. <laughs> <laughs> Dead air Claxon. Yes. <laughs> And, you meant well. You really. You know, I, I I saw where you're going. The big no-show, of course, is Old Gil. <sighs> oh, shit. So Gilberto has decided, or been told by the club, to remain in Brazil while his TFC future is sorted out. Rumors are abound of a, a transfer that's
1: apparently uh, going to see him go to Vasco da Gama. Seen mm-hmm. that go either way. As pictures a, are abound. Never mind rumors. Really, pictures. Mm. El Cochran is having nothing to do with it though. Mm, no, of course.
0: <laughs> so, are we ready, much like uh, a municipal election on TV, are we ready to go to the uh, declared desk? Are we ready to declare Gilberto gone from TFC? Yes. The Vocal Minority Podcast is declaring. Yes. Gilberto is gone. <laughs> By the TFC. time this goes to air.
1: <laughs> That's a good chance that, yeah.
0: We should be right. hmm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um... You know the club's language to the signings of now four DPs including him I don't think there is some sudden way back the only hope is it doesn't turn into Labatu, the Labianing
1: hopefully not Mm. (laughs) oh man
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh man Mm. okay I'm not going to go there because it would involve a Labia and then we just have to figure out how to edit that out unless our Capwonk can figure this one out uh, yeah, 3DPs aren't... That's, that's the writing on the wall. I mean, it was different when we were speculating bringing in Javinko, but now he's he's signed. So, unless Bradley's getting traded that we don't know... <laughs> Anything can happen! <laughs> Anything can happen! That's,
1: that would be the, the greatest surprise... Uh, yeah, deep down inside, Vanny's just wanted out Stephen the Stephen Cole's
0: yeah, just, had enough of this <laughs> shit. <laughs> this
1: is Caldwell's
2: club. <laughs> yeah, dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's he's ugh, he's done and it sucks. So, mm-hmm. right.
0: so safe to assume that the league has whispered to them maybe that the fourth DP slot is a no go, or is this move you think independent of that? And Gilberto's just kind of fallen out of favor at TFC.
1: I think it could be either. There's maybe not quite room for Gilberto there. So whether there is going to be a fourth one or not, they yeah, let's just get rid of him anywhere and. We spend uh the extra D P spot somewhere else. I yeah, I think they just decided against him more than anything.
0: Yeah, I kinda get that feeling too that even if there was a fourth that he wasn't gonna be in the picture. They'd I mean, find it, a way to get a fourth. Yeah, I mean if there's a fourth it, that they've shown, him. say say what you want about TFC, they've shown no uh lack of will to go out and spend the money on DPs. Whether they put the rumor out there or it was true that you know Gilberto wasn't exactly digging life in North America, Canada, mm-hmm. etc. I mean, you know, that could exist still. Mm-hmm. If he, I, who knows? We won't get to the bottom of what, whose decision it was for him to stay in Brazil. I tend to think it was the club probably telling him that it's okay. Otherwise, you would probably be hearing more uproar. Fines. Oh, he's not coming. He hasn't showed up to camp. It would be seem more like a disciplined thing. And that has been muted.
1: It has, yeah. Mm. And it's very much... Oh yeah, we are fine with him being in Brazil right now. What other purpose would there be to that? Then he's going to be moving. Yeah. Swear, so They're okay with it, yeah.
0: I think, yeah, maybe they... I don't know. It could be a thing they don't feel they're getting the bang for the buck DP-wise from him, whether from a marketing point of view or on on the field. You never know with them.
2: This is, this is what I'm talking about with, with the whole Gilberto thing. For the money you're paying him... If you weren't to watch any games and saw this is what we paid and this is what we got, yeah, it's a bust. The whole thing is a complete wash. I mean, it's not missed a bad, but it's still bad. However, if you watch the games, he he brings quality to the pitch. So that's why, like, I'm kind of I've always been this massive supporter of him because even when he was hitting crossbars and just near misses and you know. Three inches to the left and a hair to the right, and he would have had 12 goals, even though that, that's kind of how it went down. Like, I still admired his hustle, admired his pace, admired his fight. Um, it's, it's, it's in that area where you could say, yeah, this is this is a wash. Let's try something else. You know, would eight goals have been enough? Would ten goals have been enough? Like it's, yeah. it's it's in that weird gray area that if he'd only scored four, yeah, cut him loose. I think it's. He'd scored ten. Bring, of course, you're bringing him back.
0: I think it's a shame. I think I th- I would have liked to see in a second year out of him. It just, Absolutely, it, it just sm- smacks of about to break. You know, to, to figure out MLS. Yeah. Or anything, yeah, I mean,
1: I think it could well be a you know similar to Matthias Luber. they would have been fine with him. Then all of a sudden, oh, we could actually get Altidore. Yeah. Let's do that. Then. But
0: that's the TFC way, right? Yeah, always yeah. look for the newer, shinier bit. Yes, you know, never happy with what you have.
2: I kind of felt that he lacked a lot of quality service to maybe get better mm-hmm. opportunities. He wasn't afraid to pull the trigger, which was which was good for which is amazing for a guy who's got who had zero goals in his first ten games. Like the fact that he was still going for it, it wasn't he wasn't regressing and turning into this really far up the pitch midfielder where he was just trying to. Dink it off and wait for the tap-in goal. Like he, mm-hmm. he, he was he was right into the into the mix of it. So um, I kind of felt like like the idea of Giovinco. I felt okay. Maybe this is this is exactly what we're getting. Like like now this is the service he can he can work with. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and that brings and that makes me think of another point line. And you'd have to now assume we were talking about it earlier that they're probably going to go with one up front because you know if he's gone. Are they any better now up front than
1: they were a year ago? Swapping Altidore for Gill a- and Defoe really, for and Defoe maybe. for Finley, With Defoe, yeah, no. Yeah, so mm-hmm.
0: really, you have to say that up front they're yeah with him going, they're less far less potent. Yeah. as far as having a duo up front, so you have to imagine that they're.
1: Yeah, I think Altidore would work very well as yeah. the the main guy in a four-three-three-four-five-one, whatever it might be, yeah. the center forward that. Formation would work well with Altador, but yeah, it looks as if we're going to that.
0: So, if we assume he's going, does this do you think this adds fuel to the fire that the club is trying to get uh, Jovinko here early? lots of rumors that you know they're really trying to work the angles to get Jovinko here. I don't know how that would yeah. work. Maybe a Juve loan until his until his contract yeah. so uh, you know, funny business. Oh, oh yeah, I mean like they haven't even get
1: contract didn't have he just he just left. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe nobody's even talked about Cyprus in this entire thing. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. Jovinko buys a hotel next to Daniel Henry's in Cyprus. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I, mean, I <laughs> don't <have laughs> to him. Yeah. I do definitely think they're trying to to bring him in early. I mean Bezbachenko's thought like, "Oh, we haven't talked to Juventus about this at all. I say, well, no, no, you haven't. But you've talked to his agent, who is in turn talking to Juventus. Yeah. So you can easily get around that denial. And maybe you know, if he was going to come in July, he's only going to take up a certain amount of cap space. If he's going to be here in March, he's going to take up the full DP hit. So yeah. is that why we're getting rid of a duro and Seems bringing so. in more allocation? Could we need a bit of money for could be. an extra few months of Jurinko. Machinations are abound. All sorts of hypothetical maybes. Yeah.
0: So, one last thing on Olgil. Of course, when he was here early and not scoring, we were infamous for saying that the wolf was at the door for Olgil. Where can we say the wolf is now?
1: Currently, it's at Pearson Airport. Mm-hmm. it's uh, checking its Twitter just and uh, it's now after this uh, Vasco da Gama rumor has come out is pretty uh, safe so he's now skulking around the room where he's looking for a, a flight to Rio he's just going to kind of jump up into the baggage department there and then uh, when he gets to Rio he'll jump out work his way to Vasco de Gama's training follow Gilberto home from there and we start all <laughs> over again the wolf
0: is in the lounge
1: <laughs> Yes, it's a determined wolf
0: wolf please pick up a white courtesy phone mm-hmm. wolf I, I said I assumed that the wolf is already there in Brazil. I assumed on some kind of topless beach in the Thong. Awaiting some kind of wolfy Brazilian.
2: <laughs> oh They're pretty hot wolves down there. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I, I figure Brazil's got their own wolves, right? Like, why not? Or at least some equivalent of wildlife that looks kind of lupine ish. Some kind of dog. So um I figure he's I figure I figure the wolf has has now moved on. He's gone to the next rung on his list and and he's now looking for real estate in whatever neighborhood Vanny lives in, just to make it easier on himself in June when he comes back from that very long road trip. Nice.
0: <laughs> he's a wolf that puts it about. Yeah, no,
2: he's, 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 he's resourceful. Nice. He's bitter. He's bitter on a <laughs>
1: Não adianta fugir Nem mentir Pra si mesmo Agora Há tanta vida Lá fora Aqui dentro Sempre Como uma onda
0: the go train fare card that Kyle Becker used to get to BMO Field. <laughs> but as in poof! The almost albino Canadian international has disappeared from TFC and reappeared as a member of Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas. You're welcome. So, Kyle Becker leaves TFC with, I guess you could say, a, a lot of unfulfilled promise. Was he uh, far too overhyped here based on his draft position and his Oakvilleness? I would think so.
2: I, I, I would like to think that that as a canadian soccer supporter you kind of you know you you hear of a canadian who goes high in the draft that's going to mean something this kid this kid this kid's going to do great you know our our national team is is underperforming brutally as we speak you know we've got here's some sunshine here's some here's some bright spots that we can we can hope towards, and and he's young, and he's going to develop in a professional system, and he's going to grow, and it's going to be no, none of that happened, um, <laughs> at least not right now. Uh, it's I think I think we place the hype on him. I say we we as supporters, not the three of us. Yeah, don't blame us. Yeah. <laughs> we're infallible. It's true. the like <laughs> popes. Teflon. <laughs> Welcome to the Teflon podcast, where everything we say you can't make it stick. I wanted I wanted to think that he was going to be, you know. Not not a world beating midfielder, but he was gonna show some
1: promise. He would A promise beating midfielder. Yeah. Oh hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For
0: goodness
1: Manitoba <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> said it. You would think by now like Canadian football supporters would have uh, developed some kind of like gloomy, pessimistic outview. Rather than seeing anyone coming along thinking, Oh yeah, he'll be good. Well, we'd realize, oh yeah, he's not gonna
2: be good, well, is he? Part of part of the problem with with a lot of that thinking is Unless you're like a super hardcore follower of where all the Canadians are around the globe, unattached, mm. unattached. Mm. No, but like you don't. <laughs> all of a sudden, you'll you'll look at the you'll look at the the, the 26 players invited to camp, and there's two guys you've never heard of, who are playing in the Portuguese second division and the Swedish El Elfskenskin, and you're going, okay, sure, why not? Like you've never heard of them. Kyle Becker has arguably been fed through the system, and because he's in North America, because he's in the United States, where there's people paying attention to his development, you can constantly get fed that nobody's reading, you know, Swedish newspapers to find out how our left back is doing.
0: I am, but not for left backs.
2: <laughs> hey, page three girls or something <laughs> else over there. But uh, yeah, like that's that's kind of yeah. I I had a lot of high hopes.
0: Mm. It was for Ikea
2: coupons. (laughs) No, I think
0: drafting Becker where Kevin Payne did in that draft was Mm -hmm. kind of the... It was the draft equivalent of Paul Mariner's modern era comment.
1: Yes. That's (laughs) That's fair.
0: It just put the anchor around Kyle Becker's Mm. neck. Yeah, good luck to you, Sid. Yeah. But the funny thing is, Becker never seemed that phased by it. But then the other side of it, Kyle Becker never really seemed phased by anything. (laughs) His true. His body language, his... You know, on the pitch, off the pitch, whatever. He just... And a lot of people criticizing for this, whether it's right or wrong, is that there seemed to be a lack of fire. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, being an albino is dangerous, so he probably avoided fire. Mm-hmm.
2: But, I 50% resent that remark. <laughs> but, yeah,
0: he just, you know, that's his knock. He was stuck in neutral for two years, really.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perhaps. Um, yeah, you mentioned Kevin Penn taking him that high. He was also... Oh, yeah. He's the one we wanted all along, and mm. he you know, did a good job of really pushing that. And you mentioned the oak villainous. Said, yeah, you know the fact that Welshman came along as well suggested that's what it's all about, really. Yeah. So.
0: so, good luck, Skyler Thomas. Mm. Um, <laughs> so do, uh, that being said, do you think, despite all that, he was given a fair shot to develop here? Absolutely.
2: I think uh, he's had plenty of opportunities to step up and become that uh, that that solid, dependable, no frills midfielder. That can get the job done. He may not be the number one pick, but if he comes off the bench you're not, you know, slapping yourself in the head going, Oh shit, here we
0: go. I think so, it was the away fixture to Galaxy this year, which was most noticeable for me, of his lack of progression. That mm-hmm. he was his positioning was awful. Tracking back was non-existent.
1: His marking of Robbie Keane, yeah, non-existent. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I do think he had enough opportunity. I mean, look at how many draft picks kind of come and go without ever really breaking into the team. Mm-hmm. He got you know, probably about like thirty well, twenty yeah. odd appearances over the couple of years. You know, that's enough to uh, know, to have an idea about a guy. And I guess it was enough that Dallas decided to give him a go. So, yeah. you know, he he did just about enough to stay in the league at least so that's nice
0: yeah I mean if you can't grab the bull by the horns with that lack of depth in midfield and the injuries they've gone through then it's you know it wasn't going to happen so um, we mentioned we touched on the Canadian thing uh, upset that a Canadian another Canadian has gone off the roster
1: yeah yeah. yes and no I mean part of me likes the idea of yeah you know, Toronto should be full of Canadians and that sort of thing but you know maybe let's just focus on being a good club and then once you know, we are some kind of mythical good club and there's winning mentality and it's a great place to develop and all that sort of thing, then you'd be focusing on bringing players through, you know, ideally from the academy. But um, yeah, Becker specifically, I don't care.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with you on that one because like I've said, if, it's, if there's two equal players, one being Canadian, one being foreign, I'd want the Canadian. But mm-hmm. in this situation, there isn't really another one you could say Jay Chapman is kind of gonna maybe be brought along, and so so, say, yeah. so it's a push, yeah. really. I mean, you give the next one a try.
2: Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of with you in that. It's you know, there's there's a part of me that has that lack of better term fantasy of you know a, a team full of local boys, you know, three, you know, four or five local kids who who just start tearing up the league and they stay here for the long part of their career and you know, like that that storybook type. Mm-hmm. You know mentality and belief because that's that's always been the romantic part about football from an outsider. You know it's like oh that would be awesome. However, the reality is is that most of the local kids that that we've drafted have been busts and like this or busted or busted true (laughs) or like. Or, or or didn't mean, or bust I, I didn't mean crime wise. <laughs> like three <were> syllables. So <laughs> no. <and busted? laughs> I meant busted by the club. Ah, okay. as in broken. Well, yes, <laughs> but as
0: well. But who knows what Nicholas Lindsay's up to. <laughs>. Or or, or yeah. bust. Drive B-U by s son- drive by snowmobilings. B U
2: S S E D. Back and forth. <laughs> <Back and follow. laughs> yes. Yeah. We will always
0: remember you, Andrea Lombardo. And finally on this topic, uh, in that he went to Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas how exactly was Mark Hinckley involved in this deal?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well,
2: what most people don't aren't aware of, they're really not aware of this, is that it was truly a case of unrefundable, unused hair product. Breck Shea, part of his contract, his rider was to have cases of this stuff lying around Frisco, Texas. Not just the park, the entire town. Fair. So it was so much product that was left unopened, but unreturnable, it was deemed much cheaper to
0: bring in a player
2: to use the hair product than it was to ship the hair
0: product to the player. Hmm. And he probably got a raise at the it. I didn't realize you were so in in the hair product industry.
2: No, I'm in at FC Dallas. <laughs> Mark Hinckley's
0: FC Dallas. I thought you just went out on the field and showed them that, like, you know, a guy as white as as possible could uh, not burst into flames in the Texas sun. They got a proof. <laughs> Partial. It's it's slightly above a canopy. Look, if you stand, I've got a stage.
1: If,
2: mm. if you stand at the right shadow angle of the signage
0: mm.
1: as the sun sets, you're fine. So I, I, we I'm, should expect Kyle Beckett to be very disciplined positionally. I have to say, like a sundial. <laughs> he's up one spot on the pitch. He's not leaving. It, it rotates. It over- no, you're over- going to see him come on as a second half substitute <laughs> a
0: lot. Of time. Made in the shade. It's raining. You're starting. <laughs> human faithful officially signed it was both a très bon and dobre day as the french polish defender put a french polish on a tfc contract <laughs> earlier this week and steps in as Stephen caldwell's partner in the back four so we don't know tremendous amounts about damien Perki butter yeah uh so what do we think we can expect from him on the pitch <laughs>
1: Um, I'm going to go Apparently the uh, the pronunciation guide is Perkis. Perkis, that's Perkis. right. That's, that's, I don't quite get that, but anyway, whatever. Presumably he. It's has. a
0: Troy's thing, mm, perhaps.
1: <laughs> um, what can we expect from him? I will go with uh, experience, organisation abilities. I uh, believe you know decent passing for somebody uh, to help us play out of the back, uh, mixed in with a good chunk of slowness. Well, basically, everything that uh, I expected from Miguel Asaval. <laughs> no, he started
0: yeah he, he's that same kind of build too mm-hmm. you kind of look at him and think oh you're going to be a good prototypical big body MLS defender we've tried that a couple of times Giovanni C- Caicedo yeah Miguel <laughs> yeah, Aceval yeah we brought in a few hulks but uh, mm-hmm.
2: yeah it wasn't the one, which which was the one player from was it was it Guatemala or El Salvador? He came and he didn't even make it to the. That's Caicedo. That is yeah. Caicedo. Okay. Yeah, from Ecuador. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, I, I don't mean to. Tropical. tropical, tropical. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. So hopefully the uh, any of the injury problems he's had at uh, Betis are behind him, and uh, we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. I don't, I can't claim to know the big details behind his injuries, how severe they were at any time or anything, but. You would hope uh, it's you know I think like any player coming across to MLS there's going to be that transition period there always is but you know he's been in an international stage so he should have the the footballing nous to be able to blend fairly quickly you hope you would hope you'd hope yeah. his uh, time spent on his website doesn't take away from training mm, too it's quite the website
2: <laughs> I have not checked that out oh well give no. yourself an no. hour I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, yes. well I'm I'm going to once I um. I'm going to naturally assume that uh, he's quote unquote better than what we had uh, simply based on his resume. I mean, <laughs> I can't have much faith in in you know lower division scouting other than it, they should be better. Like technically, they should be better because even second division La Liga B or whatever it's called isn't a terrible league. You know, like there's still there's still quality mm-hmm. in it. So it's not it's not like if he was Too in good for Alvaro Ray.
0: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> he couldn't cut that. Uh, no.
2: Segunda. Yeah, I, just you know, the international caps just lends to some credibility. Um, at worst, he could you know help out the kids who are
0: learning to be defenders. Are oh, they going to say models? Yeah, maybe. Mm. That scarf is pretty dashing. Oh, he's he makes Adrian Can look like a bag of burritos. I don't know about
2: that,
1: man. Does he have an eight pack? All Give right. it time.
2: Mark, Oh shoot!
1: when the next question is asked, whilst myself and Tony are answering, you should be looking up his website to be able to... uh, I'm
0: done, and I'm looking now. Excellent. It looks like they took all the genes of a boy band and made them into (laughs) one 30-year-old man. So, we assume that he's on a a healthy contract. Mm. Uh, So, fair to say he's probably the apprentice to Stephen Caldwell's leader at the back, and then... You know, maybe bleed in one of the young guys as the season progresses as his replacement.
1: I would guess that that is the plan. Yeah. Um, you know, I, Caldwell's obviously getting on, so I think yeah, let's get another experienced guy into uh, uh, to take over from him. It might work out with the two of them this year, but at the very least, you know, hopefully they can uh, you know, properly coordinate their injuries. So there's always at least one of them to go with. <laughs> that would be one. nice so, of them. Zavalletta or Thomas or whoever else might be uh, in. Um, but yeah, you know, it's... You know, I think don't, don't forget looks...
0: Clement Simonin. True. Countryman. Ouais.
1: Uh. <laughs> um But yeah, I think it's, this is probably more a uh, potentially longer term, you know, maybe another two or three years after Caldwell's left, but, you know, let's see. Yeah, he looks like he's at least a guitarist in some hipster band.
2: See, that was just, I was just on the front screen, so that's where you get your faithful... Yeah. A little human thing. It's kind
0: of Mm -hmm. a good-looking Gary Barlow.
1: (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I could could see that.
0: (laughs) Um, So, with this unique uh, French-Polish character...
2: He's got a logo. (laughs) (laughs) What the...
0: Don't you? (laughs) I do. Not really. (laughs) Which kind of French-Polish deal would this turn out to be? The European Championship kind? The Furniture Varnish kind? Or the Sex Act kind?
1: Sex act. <laughs> Who doesn't love oh. that? <laughs> that would not be a bad thing. Yeah, no, I, I, I hope it's the sex act. Oh, it's yeah. three.
0: It's three out of three then, because yeah. yeah, I said in true TFC fashion, it must be the sex act. Sex act because we all get <sighs> in the end. you hey. oh. Oh. Hey. Hey. The
2: French Polishes. There's the rubber mat and.
0: <laughs> and finally, in the spirit of French Polish Heritage Night. <laughs> Uh, part, part of the, the deal. Panel say something stereotypically Polish in a stereotypically French accent. Um
2: euh Qui mange pierogi? Et où est mon saucisse Oh,
1: Wait. I, I have no, not I, not just a French accent, but French in English. French.
0: Yeah, wow. talking Polish
1: stuff oh, in, in French. Oh, my, that's okay. I, I just, no, no, fine. I, you know be what, that I, way. I, you make us look
0: bad. I just, you I, fine. <laughs> what well, no. oh. now?
2: I read that wrong. <laughs> no, that's my bad.
0: No. You took
2: that to a whole other
0: level. Oh, well, well done. for you. Well,
2: let me let me. Here was my backup in case you know I didn't get to go first and somebody had a food one. This is actually I've heard this multiple times from various Polish friends of mine. Uh, Lucas Podolski and Miroslav Klose ont uh, joué pour la Pologne, mais non, ils ont
1: joué pour l'Allemagne. They're still yeah, yeah, they're still bitter about the whole. I line. imagine so. Yeah, because that's a hell of a strike for us. Yes, <laughs> any Canadian can understand that resentment. Oh, fuck, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, what I have got here is, uh, I did not go with the French language. You did it I. I will okay. do my best French accent. It's okay uh-huh. because podcasts have subtitles, so it's uh, what is this deep-fried mars bar? I don't get it. Like a real mars bar, but in a deep fryer. I came from Poland for this. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I didn't know the Poles were Honestly, so angry I...
0: about deep mar- about deep-fried mars bars. That, that's I better, better French than confused. what I did. Than I did fried <laughs> and i just <laughs> confused. I went very simple. Girbasa <laughs> and pierogi. <laughs> see, see. <laughs>
2: that's why I would have went with the other one. My backups were.
0: My backup was. Do those I.E.s come in bubblegum pink? <laughs> For those of you who haven't dated Polish girls. <laughs> These <East> European stereotypes. Go! <laughs> <Come. laughs> it's still 1984. It's always
2: 1984,
0: it's always in, 1984. in Good Dance.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: Overshadowed by the neo adrian Can handsomicity of Damian Perkis was the quiet trade of a second-round draft pick no, not that precious jewel. Oh. <laughs> to Seattle. The future's ruined. <laughs> to Seattle for defender Eric with a Q, Zavaleta. Here's a couple of follow-up cues for the panel. oh Hey-o. What you're doing there. See uh, that? See what good. I see, Yeah, mm. Alphabetical. Uh, so while he would seem to be a depth signing for most MLS clubs, do we think that TFC has higher expectations for him?
1: Um, probably not this year. No. I mean, I would imagine he's going to be kind of slotted alongside, or probably behind at least to start off, like behind Haglund. So, but uh, fourth in the centre back depth chart, um, you know. And then you know, give it a year or two. Maybe he'll rise up to being one of the number one guys. But uh, yeah, you know. Hopefully, you know, probably uh, a good chunk of the season will be at least one of Haglund and Zavaleta with one of Caldwell and Piqui's.
0: My only. Part of my ignorance of Zavaleta's career, but the only thought I had was if he ever had any experience in a fullback position that he could, you could see him challenging Mark mm. Bloom if Bloom was a bit uh, yeah, stale like I he was in the second half of the season. But he I don't. Does,
1: but uh, you know, we were talking before about how we're a bit thin up front. Mm. He does have experience as a striker, know, so. Yeah. Yeah. That, that defender that's striker combo—that's always yes. a
0: strange one when you get that in a video yes. game.
1: It's kind of useful to have on the bench, though. It's just you completely out of ideas, or right? I just throw the big guy up front and see what happens. We'll
0: remember this conversation for the match somewhere during the season where we're down three nil, and Zafaleta's is brought on as our striker. <laughs> yep. We'll look at each other and say, mm-hmm, "This is the match."
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is this they is what FIFA was telling us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he's he's depth. He's depth. I don't see anything else if luck is a, any indicator there's going to be injuries mm. he's going to get some time and it may not be just as a substitute so i'd rather see i'd rather see him who has some games under his belt than say you know making a frantic call to Bolton Vonders and having somebody quickly take <laughs> the rocket down to to the stadium in time for second half so
0: mm. Uh, So, are you worried at all that not only is Greg Vanny slowly recreating Chivas USA North, (laughs) but is now Mm. bringing in family members, as Mm. Zavaleta is his nephew? Until we get Muscle Goat, we
2: are never, never going to be Chivas (laughs) USA North. And I want Muscle Goat. (laughs) I will totally take the goat. (laughs) You even Bob bro. Oh.
1: Yeah. Um, hopefully, this whole uncle nephew thing will actually be a good thing. He'll be desperately looking to put accusations of nepotism aside and be working as hard as possible to make sure that uh, people see his presence here as justified.
0: Yeah, I'm more worried about the, the Chivas us angle. <laughs> well, yeah. That TFC is becoming the Chia Chivas. You know, grow Ch- a Ch- second Ch- Chia. Yeah. Ch- Ch- Chivas. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, as far as the nepotism thing goes, that's it's a, you know, it's a tricky one because I guess we can use the example most North Americans think of as Bob Bradley and Michael Bradley. A mm. bit different because Michael Bradley was arguably the best option when he was brought into a match by his father and that his father had kind of experience and clout of being a long-time manager. Greg Vanny does not have that. He's yeah, it's, very green yeah. still. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's gonna be a very thin line for him to tread. Not, you know, if if we see Zavaleta be giving lot getting lots of minutes and not producing that mm. you know yeah. it's a it's a bit of a banana. Yeah,
1: I mean if, you know, say like halfway through the season we're calling Vanny Uncle Greg, <laughs> that's not yeah. gonna be a good sign for I'm anyone. All, I'm already calling him <laughs> Uncle Greg. I'm going to call him uh, up and claim I'm a nephew,
2: too. I'm call him Unky Greg. <laughs> <laughs> that's how far Unky, I want to... Unky Greg! <laughs> Unky Gregory! Nice. Yeah. To be fair, though, I mean, how many second-round draft picks has this club had that's turned mm-hmm. into, like, a player?
1: Daniel Lovitz. All right. Uh, beyond how the many first-rounders? <laughs> <No. laughs> well, was England the second-round pick? No. no. No, he was first be the first.
2: Team. But, okay, my my point being <laughs> is no. that... Is Joseph that the Nanny? Point, the Joseph, point Nanny, 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 Joseph. Yeah, like <laughs> my my point being is is it's the qu- known quantity versus the unknown quantity. Mm-hmm. Like at this point they they don't they're not in a position to take chances on unknown quantities because they don't have a a depth filled team of twenty two players that you can start going, you know what, screw it, let's just go get eight draft picks mm-hmm. and find out what happens. Yeah. Like, I mean
1: I am very comfortable with Zavoletta for a second round pick, yeah, Absolutely. why not? Yeah, it exactly. And it's a second round pick. Yeah, depends on what his wages. I mean, he was on Generation Ed I asked before, but that got cancelled, so it would be counting now. Last year it was about seventy-five thousand base, just over a hundred guaranteed. I would hope that for our third or fourth centre back, that will be coming down a bit. But all in all, mm. I'm comfortable with this chance. Generation K out.
0: Swiss. Mm. <laughs> Now, finally, what could possibly be the reason for spelling Eric with a Q?
1: Big fan of the video game Cubit.
0: Funny you say that. <laughs> I say little-known fact: Zavaleta's father is Mexican, but his <laughs> mother was Cubertese.
1: Ah. Yes, he but, can
0: still declare uh, for the Cubert national team. Oh, well,
1: that's nice. That's nice for him.
0: Also, Q mm. <laughs> <laughs> eight. Yeah.
1: So, Be-ding.
2: haha. See, guys, it's just what's in. Okay. Now I switched my Twitter handle to Kit Nerd Mark because having to spell Ignortalk Talk every time was kind of a pain in the ass. Mm. I'm actually legally looking to change my name to Mark M A
0: R Q. I think Because
2: it's kind of badass. Mm. But yeah. It's, it's,
0: then you should go to Quit Nerd Mark.
2: It'd still be Kit. It wouldn't be either, <laughs> there's no you. Oh,
0: it depends if you're speaking Cubertese. I'm <laughs>
2: oh, not that fluent. I was more of a Pac Manian. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Pacnama City <laughs> good place so with the BOGO additions of Berkis and Zavaleta as well as the draft picks TFC management has declared <laughs> da, 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 undoubtedly <laughs> that there will unlikely be any further additions to the defense lies is anyone else here as alarmed about this as me
1: Um, I'm kind of accepting it's not ideal ideally there would be further signings but you know, it's MLS, things are never going to be ideal. It's not bad. I mean, I would have said, you know, we definitely need an experienced centre back and then maybe, you know, another one to be for depth as well. We've got that now. You know, I'd like someone else at right back other than, you know, Delgado or Creval or Sharpie or whoever. But maybe one of these draft picks will be good. And in that case, we're okay. So, yeah, I wouldn't say alarmed, but, yeah. I'm just about made peace with it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) 2015, everybody. (laughs) Make peace with it. (laughs) Say say your Mm -hmm. peace. Yeah, I I actually only would consider Perkis as any kind of reinforcement that we've got. I don't count any of the draft picks. They're too much of a crapshoot. Delgado, who knows? That could go either way, I guess. I... I'm very concerned if the fullbacks go down. Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody ready-made to drop into that spot, you know. Not really. So if, God, yeah. God forbid, Justin Morrow, of either of them, goes down for a long period of time, that, mm-hmm. is, yeah. a, that is a gaping hole. It is
1: definitely an injury all too away from a crisis, yes. Yeah.
2: I'm kind of in the making peace category, uh, mostly because with all these wholesale wholesale mm-hmm. changes, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like mm-hmm. I need to see... Well, Kumbaya, that's fine. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I kind of need to see what the chemistry looks like. You know, it's, you could have two two disparate parts, and they work well together. A bit like a meth lab, I think. Kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this could break pretty bad, though. <laughs> um, I, 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 I'm at the, the wait-and-see point, really. And, and it's like you've made a crap load of changes. Let's see what, it, let's see what this machine does now.
0: Mm-hmm. So how do we see them lining up at the back? Including maybe first line depth.
1: Um, all right, well, left back, Morrow, then Morgan, then in a crisis, Jackson. <laughs> I forgot about Morgan. <laughs> a lot of people Oh, that's sad. <laughs> yes. Um, in the centre, I think you obviously both start out with Caldwell and Piquet, see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Highland and Zavaleta be the obvious backups. Right back, Bloom. <gasps> and mm. you, Delgado, Crevel. And yeah. Mm-hmm
2: it's not a it's not a bad chart of of players I mean it's
0: it's far from perfect but it's mm-hmm. healthy it's it's, better than I'd say healthy it's middling MLS no but yeah. it's it's
2: it looks a lot better it's, than it's a major this, league soccer it looks a lot better than the back four we had last year
0: mm, yeah only because we didn't really <laughs> well, have no, but a as far as second center back
2: That's well this well I think I think after the after seeing last season and seeing the quantities that we had going up this, these guys are these guys are actually pretty bad. Um, I'll take a whole bunch of mysteries over the pretty bad. So I'm calling it an improvement now because until they ruined it for me, it's still pretty good. Absolutely. <laughs> it's not a, it's not even a glass half full thing. It's like you could be you could be a, a seven out of ten every game. You could be a four out of ten. But the guys we had last year, we knew were fours. That we knew for sure they were all fours, threes
1: and twos three out of the four starting lineup is going to be from last year I think that's uh, <laughs> no but I'm I'm talking about but
2: like the depth <laughs> yeah, I don't know the depth to me was the was always the biggest thing sure yeah and it's not it's far from fixed but it's much more improved than it was last year that's mm-hmm. all I'm saying slightly yeah. depthier Slightly Mm -hmm. that theory, it's that
1: theory. I mean, it's it's the off season when you know we can look at things and think, yeah, that'll work, that'll work, that'll work. And on paper, this is perfect until we actually get the evidence of games against other teams and all that. Remember, you can
0: drown in a spoonful of water.
1: Yeah, (laughs) true. What depth?
0: Thought-provoking journalism following the wake of TFC's signing of Seba Shaba Giovinco, including an excellent piece by Vocal Minority.ca's very own Duncan Fletcher. <laughs>
2: I hear he's good, mm.
0: and it's uh, regarding the Italian's possible motivation once he starts his TFC career and whether or not he's sold his soul, as some have uh, put out there. So, uh, is there anything to this, or is this uh, to start off a sour grapes argument coming from outside of Toronto?
2: The modern athlete has a shelf life.
0: Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll like, say that by Giovinco specifically. Yeah, I know. But yeah, uh, yeah. but
2: the thing is, is that the same the same thought process applies to all professional athletes. If you are a hurdler, you know somebody who does 110 meters of hurdles, and you're really good at it, but you know you're only going to be at the top of your game for what three, four years. You never hear of a world class hurdler still in their 30s. If you can get paid now, get paid now. You have to, because if you want to retire comfortably on the laurels of being a world champion, go for it. If somebody wants to pay me with four years left of my good part of my career, an extra two million dollars to do what I was doing yesterday, the exact same thing in another place, and it's guaranteed money, I don't fault him. This isn't. This isn't. This isn't a war. This isn't like. He's not like. He's not like giving up Italy Italian citizenship so he can play for the American national team or the Canadian national team. <laughs> he's still Italian. Yeah, but That's fact, selling but he's, your soul.
1: He's given up on the Italian national team. And just the you're mentioning there's like hurdlers and whatever. Say, all right, it's an Olympic year and you know you've got this professional hurdler, all of a sudden someone comes along and says, Yeah, no you're not going to go to the Olympics and do this or that. Instead, I'm going to pay you twice what you could make there to go and simply hurdle in high school athletic meetings. Do you respect that athlete for saying, yeah, I'll do that? It depends how much you're paying them. Honestly,
2: honestly, how much you pay paying them. Like, I'm sure it's happened. Like, there have been guys who've dropped out of, uh, out, of, out of professional sports because they weren't making enough, but they got a job offer in the real world market mm-hmm. to go and do that thing is that selling your soul? Oh, you gave up you gave up your dream of being a professional baseball player. So now you could be a lawyer. Like it's the same principle. It's just you're looking to survive and if you can do it
1: comfortably do it. There's nothing wrong with it. Sure, that. but yeah, I do. I think there's, there's something about you know, what's the the purpose of you know life in anything really. than you know, this, you should be kind of striving to make the best of yourself, to challenge yourself against the best players and with the best players and that sort of thing. You know, isn't it, there's some kind of little glory about that. Chase trophies, not money.
0: Yeah. Do you think it's impossible for him to have a level of ambition coming here?
1: Um, kind of. Because I mean, what, what is he going to do next? I mean, he does really well here, attracts the attention of Ju- Juventus again or whoever. They're not going to be paying him the seven million a year that TFC is. So now he's in a situation where if he does really well and gets a move elsewhere, that's going to be giving him a pay cut because no one else is going to give him this much money to do this. Well, so, then it become, that
2: becomes the issue: is
1: like, well, what do you want? Do you want the glory or the money? Well, indeed. And and, and he's, honestly, he's decided that he wants the money. So. He's clearly. I I mean, he's already got the money. He's signed the contract. He's going to be getting that money. So, I kind of like to think that that even
2: the most idealistic footballers or athletes in general, you know, know their place. Like Mm -hmm. nobody, nobody on whatever club thinks, you know, say say whoever the, the the backup striker at Leicester City. I just picked a random middling team. He probably would like. He goes. I wish I was playing for Big Club X. I would like to be the starting striker here. The reality is I can't get past here. I've been doing this for two years. So your options are do you go find another stage where somebody will find you or do you fight it out? Going finding that other stage more often than not involves a pay cut. He's got a chance to get a pay raise. Yes, yeah, I
1: don't see this as it's something a, that is going to help his career. No, it's and not. Him it's the, he's his career he's given up on the career, do as well as you can. Ladder any player this. who comes here, this
2: league, unless you're playing for the Canadian or American national team, any player who comes to this league, just by virtue of the way it's structured, by its popularity, and by the way it treats the lion's share of its players, is not the place you go to grow your career. You start your career... Or you end your career, but that middle part, you go
1: elsewhere. There's, there's, there's a little bit. I mean, you look at like La Gilberto, You know, plenty of people from like South America who can maybe come here, get more money than they are in Mexico, mm-hmm. and you know, it's providing. You know, they've certainly got a chance to move on to other things. I mean, I think Giovinco's you know, like prices is way above any of the other things that he could go to now.
0: So, do you think Giovinco, because of his age, is being judged harder than? Defoe, Henri, Beckham. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's. Is it fair, you think?
1: Um, I think so. I mean, you know, you look at, like, Gerard, Lampard, Beckham, whoever. I mean, they were kind of on the downward slide now, and so you know, it kind of makes sense in a way to maybe try and. Frank Lampard is an EPL starter! <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, which, you know, brings up uh, other. Things to this whole Jovinko deal—that's the whole other side of it. But yeah, I mean, you know, if you're kind of on the way down, then you know, why not go for some, place some kind of new adventure where you can make some money and be, you know, in a, a league where yeah, you can still be like the so, fucking f- guy rather than hmm, all right. Well, God, I don't want to spend my last two years kind of coming off the bench for Spurs or like, Arsenal or whoever. I, like his
2: know? his situation is kind of is interesting because he's at. Arguably the biggest club in Italy, in a country that turns out midfielders. So I would think if anybody knows what their what their place is in the world of, of, of the fo- football ecosystem, it would be an Italian midfielder in Juventus. Like if I I would like to think that if he was at a smaller club, he wouldn't have gotten he would not have gotten the, he probably would have gotten the offer, but he wouldn't have gotten the, like that money. He wouldn't be making seven, whatever it's reported to be, seven million dollars a year if he was if he was another nationality. It'd be a, a much different situation because he would be on. He, odds are he'd probably be on the national team. He wouldn't be fighting for it. It would be his. There's a lot of other countries that could use a guy like that. Probably. So it's kind of a weird little storm lake that. If you kind of check all these boxes, like okay, you know what? It's kind of a. It's easy to go, yeah, he's you know he's he's selling out for the sake of whatever glory. But
0: isn't it a personality thing though? When it comes down to the the you know the base of it, like isn't there the possibility that he's he could be okay? I know the money is astronomical. He's I think becomes the most expensive Italian player in mm. the world. But it, without knowing the man, obviously, it, it does come down to a personality thing. And I think we saw this with Defoe. It, It's how much you embrace it. Yeah.
1: I mean, it it could There could be
0: genuine reasons that Mm -hmm. he wants to do it. Yes, obviously, the money. Without the money, he wasn't coming here. He wasn't coming here on a non-DP or low-DP contract. We know that. But, you know, I guess maybe we're tainted with the failures of the club, too. They haven't done their homework in the past with DPs. Mm -hmm. to, To know, especially with Defoe, and it's so fresh in everyone's mind. You know, we, you have to hopefully trust that they have learned their lesson as they went to great lengths at telling us that the Jovinko presser that they had, you know, he had to meet them halfway, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. But, you know, I think a lot of it comes down to that. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, yes, he's 27. But I think, to be honest, in Serie a especially, I think his career probably did crest. I don't think it was going to necessarily build much higher.
2: Like, like I'm not, without knowing anything about Syria or Juventus and and who's in front of them, but like... Some good players. Yeah, it's probably some (laughs) really good players, just because of Juventus. Like, that's just what they do. Tevez, Pogba. Who? Carlos Tevez. Tevez? Teves, Mm. Teves. Teves, Teves. Teves. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Charles Teves.
1: Charles Teves. Charles Teves Teves is, yeah, no, he's got... I, I think, yes, it is about... It's going to be about his character. Maybe he'll be, he is really into it. He'll come over here and he'll put up with the, the refereeing, the poor quality of teammates, <laughs> poor quality of opposition, this and that, all the TFC dysfunction, all that nonsense. He'll be fine to do that. And then, hey, mm. fair enough. I think, that's, worth the it. Money. I think that's fair. His, 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 that his, might happen. I doubt it. That's
0: right. His soul will kind of depend on his backbone. Yeah, and what this he, what this he can whole take, thing yeah.
1: is all very hypothetical at this stage. Mm-hmm. It comes down to his character. And if he does have problems with all this sort of thing, you know, mm, is Greg Vanny really going to be the guy to... Uh,
0: no! Mm. See you in August. <laughs> 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 when Gio is traded to Bari for... No, it's Padova. For the rights uh, to Alexi Lalas' beard. Nice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So what would TFC camp be without at least one potential Sanchez storm? Haha, <laughs> get this, an umbrella. This camp's poop du jour is the will-he-or-won't-he story regarding the TFC captaincy. With Michael Bradley being baptized upon high as the true captain, could Greg Vanney really uncork this vintage Sanchez champagne and remove Stephen Caldwell's armband? <laughs> I was waiting for one more wine reference, because this is really, really <laughs> good. Um... Sanchez... Low. I don't Whatever. I got it. Well. So would stripping Caldwell of the armband and giving it to, battle, to Michael Bradley be as bad a move as it sounds to me? Why or why not?
1: I'm going to say, yeah, it would be, because I don't really think it's all that important either way, he who is specifically exactly the captain, so... You know, let's just play nice and let's not cause a problem. You know, it's clearly Bradley's team. Everyone's made a huge... For goodness! ...fuss about that over the last three weeks. You know, everyone's got down and fellated Michael Bradley repeatedly.
0: Was there an email from... <laughs>
1: Um, so TFC fan uh, events are
0: getting the, weird. Because
2: yes. the only thing I got was a whole photo on the back of the shirt thing. I did not. Oh, you're mm. supposed to
0: take a picture filleting
1: Michael Bradley <laughs> and send it in. So is that going the sixth yeah. of the nine? <laughs> Everyone kind of goes, "Oh yeah, it's Bradley's team, Team America, blah blah blah." But you know, there's no need really to cause potential problems by putting Caldwell's nose out of joint.
0: Uh, if Caldwell wasn't like an intelligent, well-respected veteran, professional, you could argue. If they still had Mike on Santos as captain. (laughs) Yes.
1: yes. Can I do it? (laughs) But but
2: who who in that... If you renew your tickets early enough, you can be the one that takes the captaincy from him.
0: Yeah. I'd like to know who in that dressing room would have a problem with Stephen Caldwell as a captain. Yeah. I'd be shocked if there was anyone. Mm -hmm. he's He's held in high regard. And like you said, it is... Ceremonial, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. That's 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 the question. Both I've... Bradley and Caldwell are both going to spend the entire season yelling at referees. Yes. we all know that. Yes, neither them needs an arm yeah. to do that. So, yeah,
0: both will yeah. receive ridiculous red cards at some point yeah. in the season. Well,
2: yes. some of Caldwell's will be earned because he'd be flapping his wings. Well, mm-hmm.
0: and the other one will be flapping his gums.
2: True. Yeah, that's another thing. But like, I'm I'm very much with Duncan on this yeah. one. Like, I, I I realize that you know back in the day. The captaincy was a very important thing. It was a very prestigious yeah. thing. You know, you'd look at the long line of
0: great players who wore the captaincy. <laughs> look at our, our line. long line, but, yeah. But our
2: but this is the thing. Like, here's
0: the modern football. Who could live up to Mike on Santos? Oh God,
1: it, it's no. It's just ever since like Jim Brennan gave it up, it's oh, Sanchez. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a long series of pretenders. May as well just song. be toilet paper around your arm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> I don't like. I don't. I, I just
2: uh, the armband truly means nothing to me because like as far as inside the game they're the only one who's allowed to dock to the to the ref yeah and
0: that's pretty much where their authority but, begins and ends but that being said it is symbolic but the symbolism of taking it off a guy is mm. exists I, it, no, it, it no, is a shot yeah I don't I don't I don't
2: I don't doubt that but huh. to me like in the grand scheme of things like on, on really how the game is played and how clubs are run and all that like it's it's ceremonial yeah it's it's like being the world champion wrestling. It's like, yeah, it's great to be the the champion. But to be honest, they wrote that for you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, somebody said what? you're going to be championed. It's, it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, okay, it's oh. real, but it's scripted.
0: Oh. 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 oh, you hurt. You ruined Duncan.
2: Well, um. it was going to come out anyway, eventually.
0: His Tito Santana poster is slowly unfurling <laughs> off the wall.
1: Take it down. Roll <laughs> it up.
0: So, what's the best case scenario in this uh, potential mess?
1: Um, best case, Caldwell keeps it, probably gets it next year. neither of them really care. It's all That's good. what I think, too. Like, what is the rush?
0: I mean, Caldwell, it seems, is, you'd guess he's in his last year here.
1: Probably. Mm-hmm.
0: Why upset the apple cart unnecessarily if. If Bradley's going to be the de facto captain behind the scenes or even on the pitch, anyways, like it just seems so unnecessary. Why you would Mm -hmm. make everything seems to be going not swimmingly, but well, TFC swimmingly. Don't have major for now. now. Why add something that's so Mm -hmm. unnecessary?
2: Yeah, I mean, if he's going to be getting booked for running his mouth do you really want him to be the guy who's officially allowed to talk to the ref <laughs> yeah that's all, that's, that's, like, a, really that's a different point give it yeah. to Bendick. he's just like I disagree with what you You can't see him I'm going cross-eyed right now I disagree with what you say ref. I makes think that makes good if
0: he thinks the ref is drunk oh that's true That's <laughs> true. Hey, ref if you're, if you're gonna drink yeah <laughs> don't blow the whistle <laughs> sorry Joe um, still a band but the only one kinda serious point to it and it's been a a little while since this has come up and, you know, camp's been open for a few days now. Is it a uh, any kind of sign of weakness in Greg Vandy that he hasn't come out and put a immediate underline under this and it, stopped it in its tracks?
1: Yeah, it was definitely very odd. I guess he was asked the question and yeah, he was directly. like, oh, I, I don't know. I guess I'm going to talk to a bunch of people and, uh, and figure it out. It's like, really? Yeah. There's no need to open yeah. this whole thing up to potential, really. The it's, only
0: Benefit of the doubt to give to Greg Manny is he, he's waiting till his whole squad is together, and you, you know here's Stephen Caldwell was going to be your captain. But I don't even know why it would be a question when he's the captain already. Yeah, it it, it I think that was a poor move by him and, and not a good way to start a season by just not putting this fire out before it even began to smolder. Just just no need for it. The other you know, and I think if it does go to Bradley, it becomes a stupid drama that is a cloud over the early season. Mm-hmm. There are few things as exciting as the conference called third and fourth rounds of the MLS Superdraft.
2: I stay up all night watching that. Sanchez.
0: Not even Don Garber on Ecstasy would say that. <laughs> the USL Pronanza continued last week with TFC adding some forwards for TFC 2 in the form of Michael Ramos, Ooh. Sal Bernal, hey. and Tyler Engel. Ooh. Sal Bernal to me is the standout of the bunch, as he is the atomic armadillo. Oh. Yes, he's five foot six, a whopping five foot six. <laughs> towers over Jovenko, Right. and one hundred thirty five pound Mexican striker. Lovely. Also, Ramos, Bernal, and Engel sounds like a San Diego law office that specializes in getting bros out of uh, Tijuana jails. <laughs>
1: nice.
2: <laughs> Yeah, because sure. you got to be back at class
0: yeah. at UCSD yeah. in the morning. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Get arrested at a donkey show?
2: Yeah. <laughs> not going to let that happen. Call happening.
0: Ramos Bernal and Engel. <laughs> and uh, one other uh, little note from Super Draft 2, the draft inning, mm. was uh, Janiel Hoylett, brother of Junior Hoylett, went to Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas. Mark Hinckley, why did you help FC Dallas make this selection?
2: Really, it's... I want to make sure that... By bringing him in with other Canadians, mm-hmm. such as superstar Kyle Becker. Mm-hmm. Um I, I figure that will help foster his inter ness to come to the forefront, so that one day we will have the again the inferior brother of a duo play for Canada.
0: Do you think there's a Twitter shitstorm mm-hmm. going on down in uh, Frisco, Texas? Why are we becoming Team Canada
1: for <laughs> 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 <We're> TFC? So
0: <laughs> quite possibly.
1: Uh-
2: okay they don't it's because they don't even follow yeah. our Chivas USA North bit. so really them being TFC South is just
0: Fris Canada Fris
2: Canada mm. Fris Calgary
0: <laughs> so uh, should TFC actually have drafted Junior Hoylet and uh, held his career hostage until Junior Hoylet agreed to sign with TFC and join Canada
1: yes <laughs> but not just his career Go on. literally hold him hostage nice <laughs> nice then we find brothers or family members of other world superstars. We turn this new stadium into Vaughn, into just one giant holding camp. And we just keep them all there until their talented relatives sign up, and then they get released. Vaughn Donomo Bay. Yes. <laughs> nice. <Very> nice. <laughs> nice.
2: Uh, nice. that's that's pretty good i, I was gonna go for it.
0: the orange kids are
2: incredible <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh, <hey.
1: laughs> come on you hostages that's
0: fantastic uh, sign with us hoylet or jenny careers in the toilet <laughs> hey.
1: yes the tifo writes itself so. it does it's big but
0: <laughs> it's no bit no smaller than that one uh, at standard liege the other day did you see that one
1: um oh, is that the one with the head? The head. The one with the head. Yeah. <laughs> the
0: one with the head. The one with the head. The one with the uh with the dismembered head. Yeah, like, red red head. Red or, dead. Dead. Red oh, or yeah. dead yes, yes. Mm. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> Very classy. Yeah. Classy. Oh yeah. They're so standard over there. <laughs> so standard.
2: Hey everybody! It's Bitchy Blags!
0: Human. Faithful. Oh! Blankety blank, blankety blank, -blank, boom boom, blankety blank, blankety blank, boom boom, blankety blank, blankety blank, boom boom. Welcome back to everyone's favorite internet blankety blank sensation, Bitchy Blanks. We go back to the last episode where the Bitchy Blank was. After signing his new contract, the player formerly known as Poor Mark Bloom should now be known as. We'll start with the panel and our best options. How about Mark Hingley goes first?
2: Um, I believe that the player formerly known as poor Mark Bloom should now be known as the awesome blossom Mark Bloom. Ooh. He's going UFC styles on that one. You should get a cape.
0: <laughs> he needs
2: a
1: sequined
0: cape like, oh, yeah. like Ric Flair.
2: Awesome blossom and super pickle. Mm. Uh, Superpowers okay. collide. Oh, wow.
1: Mm. Uh, I'm going with uh, Mark the 1%. Bloom Mm. not because he is now part of the world 1% but because with this raise there's a good chance that he now does actually make 1% of Michael Bradley's salary
0: (laughs) thank god I didn't want to have to occupy Mark Bloom (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I thought with his newfound riches he would uh, join football royalty so I Mm. was going to refer to him as Mark Venabloom of Hesselink
1: oh nice (laughs) I get that on my shirt. Very nice, very
0: nice. But now it's time to go to the important part of mm. Bitchy Blanks, and the winner. And last week's winner was a gentleman named... Stephen Carlyon. Stephen
1: Carlyon, or Carlyon? en français, Carlyon. Je ne sais pas. At Stephen Carlyon on the Twitters. And, We're uh, totally butchering your name, we know that.
0: Yes, He's from Regina.
2: <laughs> oh. <Whoa.
1: laughs> la Regine. <laughs> la Regine. <laughs> Made a hand gesture pointing down. And what was his answer? Uh, His answer was uh, Mark Bloom's new nickname should be Two-Ply Mark Bloom. Hey! (laughs) Moving up in the world. Fantastic.
0: The softness of a kitten's touch. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Stephen Carleon. You get metaphorical toilet paper wipes Mm -hmm. for a year. Uh (laughs) Not (laughs) it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so <some laughs>
2: uncomfortable imagery in the studio right now. Yeah, I just don't know why I signed up for this week. I,
1: I just don't think that Tony had to actually pull his pants down to do that one. I know, I know. Jesus. It's just I'm dedicated to the craft. Uh, yeah, no, it's true. Mm. You Kristen are... goes away and you think, hey, all right, fine, at go. least I had pants let's on to start pants. this show. <laughs> true,
2: yeah. true. Just don't tell her where you hit, you're going to hide the little. Uh, These the seats leftovers. are
0: fantastic. <laughs> Is yours always had a hole cut out in it? <laughs> mm. So we look ahead to next week's Bitchy Blanks, and the blanky blank you need to fill is, instead of Caldwell or Bradley, TFC should have blank as club captain. Send your replies to any of the Twitter accounts, but especially at CA mm. with the hashtag blanks, Or you could always uh, drop it in the comments section when this episode goes on. Live online at oklminority.ca Whatever Kristen says, send them, send them off. Vote her off and vote early. She's born at work, blah, blah, blah. Yes. It's like she's here. Mm. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Back to you, Tony. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, gang. TFC apparently do believe children are the future, and they proved that last week by unveiling the name, the logo, and the future ground of USL Pro affiliate TFC2 The Effening.
1: Mm.
0: So, did you guys like the uh, naming and branding that came out for the USL Pro Club?
1: Mm. name whatever. The logo was quite well done, I thought. I'm not a big logo nerd. What? I quite like it. Oh, this
0: isn't the Kitten Podcast.
2: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Kitten Kitten Stadium Stadium Podcast, Podcast. where we cover kits, stadiums, and logos. I'm your host, Mark Hinckley. With me, as always, is Tony (laughs) and Duncan, who's just here. Special guest, Duncan. Special uh, in this episode, we'd like to talk about the new TFC two badge mm. and name. Uh, Tony,
0: what are, what are your thoughts? I thought of all the MLS clubs that have created a USL Pro side, mm. they have done the best job with the two logo, going with the Roman numerals rather than the more modern numeral two. The the Roman two, yes, mm-hmm.
2: cardinal two. That's the one I wanted. To sure, one. whatever. Sorry, my bad. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I, I I would I would concur with both of you. I've looked at the other. Uh, Entries into the Your Name of Club 2 sweepstakes that seems to go on in in, uh, Los Angeles, which they really didn't do anything. Um, uh, Portland and Seattle. Seattle, totally phoned in. Well done. It's like you don't even give a shit. It's great. Thanks. (laughs) What did they do? Oh, They put the number two. They put the outline of their crest Mm -hmm. and then made a little circle in the bottom left corner, bottom Mm -hmm. right corner, and put a two inside of it. That's all it says. It doesn't even say Seattle. It's just the outline with a two. They don't need their name. No. So, yeah, uh, I uh, name, unimaginative, name. branding, quality. I, I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, I, I Though I do secretly hope that they have either unique Adidas kits or the same kit with... Um, like Albert a sponsor, Albert and Sons Roofing <laughs> and Scouting. Oh, I, I hope it's from.
0: a good local sponsor. Uh, just,
2: God, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, like just you know <laughs> yeah. Bob's Deli. Like I would be, I would cannoli warehouse, cannoli warehouse. That would be so brilliant. Just make it in three XL, and you got a customer. <laughs> thanks for listening to the Kitten Stadium podcast. Uh, you can read. No, we don't have a website, but thanks for listening. <laughs> and back to you, Tony. Thanks.
0: Uh, so, also mentioned in the uh, unveiling was the price point being set out for tickets for the club. Uh, do you feel 96 bucks for 12 matches is too steep, or do you think it's a decent deal for Division Three North American football?
1: I'm okay with it. I, you know, I like the idea that this club should be something that's actually trying to be a professional club with certain standards and expectations of its own rather than just being a place for TFC to mess with and treat like such as... Just, you know, and not only be about development and helping the big club. So, you know, I think part of that would be, you know, yeah, it's not just a, well, oh, let everyone come in free and it's all good and whatever and it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it's please sell season tickets and try and make some money off this. It's, yeah. Treat it like a professional club. So I'm good with them charging something and, you know, eight bucks a game seems very reasonable.
0: Yeah, I thought 96 for 12 matches was a bit high. I mean, we're you're almost treading into what we pay <laughs> in the South End for, you know, not for, well, yeah. TFC 1.
1: Not until we make, I was going to say, not for much longer, yeah. but not until we make the playoffs. So yeah. it but, be forever.
0: But so I thought that was a little high, considering they're probably not looking at the demographic of the single male yeah. supporter who goes to BMO and can afford his South End. See, they're looking probably for families yeah. in the 905 area. So you're looking at three, four people, you know, so that's... Closing in on four hundred bucks a year to see, you know, some minor league football. Yeah, you know, pseudo amateur. Uh, yeah, semi. What would be in Europe as you know, Skrill. Yeah, Skrill Premier maybe. Skrill South. Yeah, <laughs> you know,
2: I don't think uh, TSC is going to be winning over too many new fans with this with this whole thing. I mean, it's clearly aimed at the families. It's uh, like Vaughn is a. It's a largely residential area for those of you who don't know or have never traveled that far north of
0: Toronto. Its main industry is roller coasters. Yes, yeah,
2: pretty much, <laughs> pretty much that and that giant mall that's next to the roller coasters. Um, it's like it's 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 a perfect little situation because it sounded like from from uh, the comments that I read from the mayor uh, Bella Bakwa, uh he made it sound like he wanted to see some kind of a. A professional team of some sort <laughs> yeah I know really right <laughs> professional air quotes but like you know have a venue for Vaughn fine so mm-hmm. they built a they're gonna build a nice little what three to four thousand z stadium
0: which yeah. is cute and it's got ghosts. Ooh <laughs> gross And bros checking out ladies yes. yeah, that's, that's According to the artist rend- rendering Yes It's worth with a lot I'll... of empty seats. <laughs> yeah. And
1: come on, this is your chance to make it look as good as possible and you have the, the seats like twenty five percent filled at most. Come on. You <laughs> wanted to show the hue of come the seats. On From a business standpoint
2: the whole thing's pretty like it is a pretty solid idea. Mm. Uh, Vaughn's far enough away, but not that far from Toronto. Um I'm I'm a little disappointed that they didn't call him Vaughn. Like or, yeah. or some, like have the name like yeah. Tronovon, Toronto C Vaughn or something like that. Yeah. But um it, like there's there's a there's a ton of people who live there, so they could easily sub- it could support itself and, and and be perfectly fine. Um I'm kinda more it's looking doable. at from like the from the ultra pseudo ultra Perspective, like I don't know how many people. Have... That's
0: a hell of a march.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, but like I don't know. How... <laughs> I I always have this belief that that the majority of the people who go to games live in Toronto or can at least easily get to the stadium. Yeah, hmm. by public transit. Those people are not going to be part of the. I can get to Vaughn. Not likely, no. Because, so, like, you're going to lose. Like, you'll get. You'll get. I'm sure some will make the trek every game. I'm sure some will make the trek once, a couple times a year, or once a year. But it's really, really out of the way. And I would have liked to have seen that. Like, I don't know if you could have put them at Lamport or something like that. But I would have happily gone to those games just to see another team possibly win a game or two. That would be that would be kind of neat. But um, you know, it is what it is. I'm. I think it's a good scene all
0: all around. So that being said. Um... How do you think the the club will be deemed first by its fans, which will have to be built, and by the ownership to make it a success? How will they? How will success be? You know, measured by those two different groups.
2: I think measure uh, the success will be measured if they don't move the team to Burlington in five years, <laughs> or or to Buffalo in two years.
1: Oh.
2: Yeah. So if they if they're sticking the team around, it's doing fine.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, for the fans in the air, I think it is going to come down to attendance. I mean, they're getting more or less like sold out crowds and it's like, oh, yeah, this is relatively successful in Vaughan. And so it stays there. I mean, that's success. As far as M L S E goes, it's probably going to come down to, you know, has this helped bring players up hmm. and get players to the, the first team? And also for MLSC, hmm, have we somehow over the years magically worked our way into this situation where this particular bit of infrastructure is now MLSC? <laughs> That's what I
0: said. But I didn't care about the part, I didn't think they'd care about the part about bringing the players up. Ah, <laughs> yeah. But yes, I just thought they'd they yeah, yeah. like
1: to get themselves some uh, infrastructure paid by yeah, other people. Yeah,
0: I, I thought the fans would be happy if, you know, it's fairly entertaining, Fairly, they're a fairly competitive USL pro side, mm-hmm. and uh and yeah, if, if they're seeing the stars of tomorrow, if there's actual proof of that, you know, oh, I watched that guy two years ago, and now look at him, he's a regular on TFC. And yeah. It gives I'm... him an impetus for going to matches. Yeah, for the owners, <laughs> I said getting their grubby hands on the management of the Ontario Soccer <laughs> Centre. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. And also maybe a place to test dry, a uh, dry run any uh, promo ideas. Mm, like the TFC Dance Pack. <laughs> or hilarious new mascot, Vince Vaughn. Yes. <laughs> Who's ah! probably? Have you been
2: sitting on it for a while? That's fantastic. Who's probably,
0: I think, a dancing cannoli as well.
2: Oh, god, that would! I would love to be on the design committee for, for Vince
0: this. Vaughn, the dancing cannoli. Yes,
2: I would love to just. I will
0: not want to even contribute. I just it's want to done, everybody. The TFC two mascot is Vince Vaughn, the dancing cannoli.
2: Oh, that's magical. Votes are closed. Oh, oh it's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah.
0: Uh, speaking of choosing uh names Mm. are we once and for all actually yes once and for all uh, we have to choose uh our vmp name for this club should we open it up to uh listener votes (laughs) Who do they know i mean if if the three of us put it if the three of us put put out a name kristen doesn't count
1: (laughs) 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 i mean hey kristen what's up it's yes. a good point. We've obviously done the whole, hey, what should it be called thing? Mm. But uh, yeah, let's get something definitive yeah. that. And the then vote! VMP should Hashtag call it every single what time. What the deuce? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> you heard it here first. Hashtag what the deuce for one
0: of the three following names.
1: I okay. say we call them the Captains. Aye, aye, Captain. Aye, aye, Got it. Got it. Mm, all right.
2: right. Um, honestly, though, I really don't know why in the hell we're having any kind of a vote. Um, it's the Junior Robins, because the nickname is The Robins mm. of mm. GFC. So, like, Junior Robins. However, I will accept Field Marlies as well.
0: Field <laughs> <laughs> Marlies. <laughs> nice. I don't think this one is going to go very well. I stuck with my original, and I, and because of Jermaine Defoe, I embrace this more. Wonderland AFC. Wonderland. <laughs> nice! Nice! Sunderland are our new Tyne and Wear EPL club. Yeah, no, it's so true. It, they're so hot right now. Yeah, Wonderland being Vaughn's main thing, industry, <laughs> main mm-hmm. industry, mm-hmm. Wonderland, and of course being a TFC product, it will be a fucking roller coaster. Leading, <laughs> leading, leading exporter of joy, and there will be throwing up and nausea. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So vote on Twitter. I'm sure we're going to get thousands of votes. Oh, these to, are fantastic! To hashtag groups. what the deuce? Why did we even? Why did we? This should have been the ask, or sorry, the uh, bitchy blank. The Cavins, the Field Marlies, and or uh, uh, Junior Robbins, Junior Robbins, or Wonderland AFC. <laughs> You're stuck with it. Yeah, whatever you pick. <laughs> yeah, and, Vince, and if we don't like it, we're picking it. Vince Vaughn, the dancing over. cannoli, has got to wear one of those kits. <laughs> <laughs> his head has to be like cubic and oh,
2: giant oh yeah <laughs> oh it's fantastic
0: and finally in the world of you know tfc branding yes they will be playing as we mentioned at the soon to be open ontario soccer center in vaughn but you know guess what BMO field used to be the national soccer stadium oh i remember those days. and that mm-hmm. shit didn't last either mm-hmm. as soon as tfc shut up so what will this new stadium be called when tfc is having a home fixture there E.
1: Cheese Park.
0: <laughs> Why, Duncan? <laughs>
1: Affectionately known as the Caboose. Uh, <laughs> you don't expect quality, but it's a nice place for the kids to play. <laughs> <That's
0: nice. laughs> Chamboree. Oh, that's really good.
2: Yeah, that's good. Um, I figure I figured the proper name of it is going to be the above Toronto Municipal Stadium, but we'll just call it the ATM. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bank jokes. I like right. it.
0: I stuck with my Your Tine and Wear EPL club oh, shit. by calling the stadium the Stadium of Light. L I T E. <laughs> Not quite your full flavored TFC. No. The light version. Less, nice. less, mm. less alcohol. Yeah. And finally, before we sign off, with the big transfer deals and decent PR job, TFC has once again been crowned the MLS offseason champion.
1: Hey! hey! What trophy
0: or reward should the club be presented with for this honor?
1: Um, it's a framed like photo, but a framed like one of those like video photo things. So it's a framed thing of basically uh, all the other MLS coaches, owners, players, that sort of thing. Dom Garber, all just very sarcastically. <laughs> Small clapping. <laughs> a month. It just oh. runs on a loop. Yeah. the it's a, it's a six-second GIF of people clapping nice. goes round and round and round. Uh, GIF. gif? I, don't know. I would love to see that.
0: I said they would receive the golden microphone Ooh. for excellence in press conferences. Ah. Hmm. something to put next to the Trillium Cup. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's
2: equally important. <laughs> um, I I kind of figured that um, what should happen is that the at the conclusion of the pre-season tournament. A giant invisible trophy is presented to Laiwiki while Bezbachenko gives his boss a massage.
1: Hmm.
0: Only if Hishkanovich is behind <laughs> Bezbachenko. Yeah. No, Actually I didn't know D Row behind Bezbachenko. Yeah, of course. With Hishkanovich yeah. behind him. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a... <laughs> Yeah, it is so, Is that a daisy chain? I don't
2: know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but then doesn't doesn't
1: Laiwiki have to give D Row the massage? Somebody's gotta give a massage at some point. Yeah, that guy's Come tense. on, people.
0: It's all a French polish at the end of the day.
1: <laughs> so it is.
0: <laughs> Full circle. With
1: that, ha!
0: it's lights out on another show, campers. At Mark on Twitter. He's paddling the canoe towards the lake where all those logos are having a pajama party. It's Mark clean. Oh, and I've got my camera. <laughs> I... Oh, that's disturbing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm kidding. <laughs> I've got the weekend off.
0: Now we know what happened to those three construction workers from Columbus. <laughs> oh no. We'll pass that. <laughs> Under his porch. Mm-hmm. At Duncan D. Fletcher and trying ever so optimistically to put the words Toronto FC into Kumbaya, this mm-hmm. was Duncan Fletcher.
1: TFC. Mm. TFC. Works much better than Toronto. That's true. Mm.
0: And for me, at the Yorkies1812 on Twitter, and being inevitably disappointed that the eighth version of this toasted marshmallow got ruined too, mm. I'm Tony Walsh saying, Get used to it, Toronto.
1: Goodness.
2: I don't mind that policy of going after the Canadians and seeing what it is, but it also could be a culture thing at the club. So, culture club. Mm-hmm. It comes and goes. It comes and goes. <laughs> Segunda.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Segunda division. Mm-hmm. Um, Always sounds like a Mortal Kombat. It does. Praise.
2: It does. It should be. It should be. I wonder what that looks like. Probably Ah, bull. A bull running boring no. okay. you. That's a Segunda. Uh, <laughs> Good to know. You heard it here first. Yeah. Yes. Mortal uh. Common developer. When I'm not doing websites and making fake kits, I'm. He works for Midway. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Midway. Um... Okay, <laughs> now the mythical TFC family you're... Remember?
0: I had Barry fucking Dunfield. <laughs> I had
2: Thaddeus, aka Thad Barrett. I'd be okay too with Nate Soulsma, Denny Coovermans, and even Wayne D. Rosario. But not wanding this one because he's dead to me. <laughs> I Gold! Said,
0: I, I said Barry fucking Dunfield was the. Uh, he wears shoelaces on his sleeves and has a big tattoo of a squirrel on his arm.
1: I probably missed that question.
0: Well, there you go. It all worked um, out in the
1: end. Yeah.
0: Squirrel Premier, maybe Squirrel South. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know.
1: No, no,
2: I, 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 like, I don't think, I don't think TFC is going to be winning over new fans. No, what? No. Oh, am I, no, uh, I, am I insulting, you? insulting you? Oh, here we <laughs> go. Oh, shit, you, <laughs> oh. you didn't even mention Darlington.
0: Like Carlos, and you I'm sorry, Darlington. it's like the Carlos mm. Valderrama Premier League oh. or whatever the fuck you're in. <laughs> <laughs> So Northern
1: Premier League Division One North. Well, what's its
0: cons- weird sponsor name now? It is like Valder Vannerama. Van-Arama, Van-Arama yes. Vannerama League. Nothing.
1: nothing Whether the Evo Stick Northern Premier League Division One North. If we get to what you were calling Skrill, the Conference and Conference North and South are now Vannerama. Is that Vannerama now? Yeah. Oh. No. Either way. It's all perfectly valid entertainment. No, I no, I agree. It's, it's something that people should be paying for, and there's nothing wrong with it. I agree, but... You snob. No. No, it's nothing about that. Mm, I- mm. Yes. It's Tine and Weir, though. Not Weir. Weir, weir. Weir, weir. That's weir another weir. one. That's weir. Weir, 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 side. Weir. weir side. Weir side. Weir side. Weird. Weir. Tynan Weir. weir. You're Tynan Weir Club. <laughs> We're going to be losing our Sunderland's... Oh no. Not, not Pete.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pete, no, come back. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> after all the work that we That other work
0: you did. <laughs> you you, you bad mouthing <laughs> half the clubs <laughs> up there. all <laughs> <laughs> the groundwork. Uh, oh, let we, me tell you about oh, this club.
1: Mm. So many people gave us a chance after the photo. Oh, well, let's let's see what these people say and Tell us about Grimsby. I know Grimsby's not there, but tell us about them anyway. I'm just (laughs) going to pick a club. Grimsby, what do you have to say about them? Uh, Grimsby. Um, (laughs) I once saw two players get sent off from the same team for fighting each other at Darlington. Those were Grimsby players. So I've always enjoyed Grimsby (laughs) because of that. Excellent. One of them chased the other down the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> there were rumors of, oh, people sleeping with people's wives and that sort of thing. If all of the internet had been around back then. Grimsby. <laughs> wow. Yes. Hot bed of... Yes. That was of, like a... Of, uh, of, the of Dallas
0: of Division 4 at the time? <laughs> right.
1: They would have been Division 4. It was a Lelum Daft game. Whoa! So, <laughs> Divisions wow. 3 and 4. Those truck they? executives uh, must have been pissed off with
0: that kind of oh, bad yeah. behavior. Yeah. Crazy... Yeah.